And welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, of course, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find the podcasts on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. You can and you can uh, visit us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com, and you can be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are available. And Matt, feels like everybody was cramming for finals this week. <laughs> Did we have to play like thirty-eight games on the Sunday it's afternoon? Like- Everybody and their grandmother decided. And by the way, we usually record this on Sunday afternoons, but there were so many damn games we had to record on Sunday night because there were so many that it just squished together. And I swear, I'm probably going to miss a bunch of them. Um, but before we get any further, I did want to uh, start everything out on a sad note. Um, unfortunately, uh, the longtime coach of UIC, uh, Jimmy Collins, the last UIC head coach to get the Flames to the NCAA tournament, uh, he died today at the age of 74. Um, he's kind of one of the old school Horizon League coaches that, you know, are kind of in the annals of this uh, and really kind of cement themselves in the annals of this league. And, you know, it, it's it's always sad to see, to see a guy like that go. So, um it's it's just kind of one of those. I mean, it's it's a terrible loss. I mean, he was he was really in you know up until the very end, he was really kind of an institution at UIC. And I mean, I mean, he he's a big part of of the Horizon build essentially. It's Absolutely, like, you know, like yeah, you never you never want to see that. And I mean, back at, I mean back in the nineties when the Horizon League was sending two three guy uh, two three teams to the Horizon League. He had UIC right in the mix every single year, without a doubt. Do you think that he also stole money like from banks, or was that that didn't come till later? The heist thing, right? He was not. Yeah, part I of mean, the heist. sometimes sometimes you spend a couple of two, couple of years too many at the party. It happens. Yeah, <laughs> we see we've seen it many times, not just at you know not just at the Horizon League, but in many other different places. So I mean, you know, it happens. So. Um, our, condol- our, our condolences to the UIC family. I know you guys. Um, I know you guys are. Uh, you know, you guys are at a loss right now. So, um, and, and uh, you know, especially to the rest of the Horizon League, it's it's. He, the, like I said, the guy was an institution. So, uh, moving on. Like I said, I mean. This is probably the busiest we have seen the Horizon League in a long time. I mean, usually they everybody kind of scatters their games out. It it felt like basketball season this week. It was weird. No, it felt like an insane thing that resembles basketball, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was close enough. I guess. I mean, Jesus, how many times have we how many times have we had this conversation about? Okay, um, we've been waiting for basketball, waiting for basketball, waiting for basketball. It's like the floodgate started and. Um, we may not actually be done yet. I mean, but this, uh, you know, this, because I know for sure that Youngstown State just added another game. Um, I don't know who else has another game. Uh, Detroit Mercy was supposed to play Kentucky, but now they're not playing Kentucky. Um, and I don't know if there is anybody else who's playing a game right now, but I will say this. Um, everybody got to play at least once. And now we move on to the end. A couple of straggler games, notwithstanding, we are finally heading into the conference schedule. At least we think we do. At least we think we are. Bob, do you know what I just realized? What is that? When we recorded last, it was a Sunday afternoon. Indeed, it was. And And I wonder what happened before, after we recorded. We have possibly happened. Since the Cleveland State Ohio game, which doesn't sound like anything that should be that noteworthy. But it's something that we need to discuss. I thought we were done with this shit. I really Bob, did. Bob, we haven't discussed it on a podcast. We aren't we done really with this We really didn't. No, I thought stuck. we were done with... I, well, what's as remarkable as that game was, was the performance they put in against Ohio State tonight, today. Yeah, but I don't Which care about like that one. I want to, I I want to talk want about the 40-point run that they let Ohio go. The historic... Don't don't you you need you left the word out hit word historic out. They're no, number- to be clear, 
in the history of the NCAA, no Division I team has ever gone 40 points straight against another Division I team until Ohio did it against Cleveland State last Sunday. And I don't know what the – I don't know what happened. It was like the entire Cleveland State team forgot how to play basketball for most of the second half. And this Ohio, this Ohio team is not that good. No, no, they're well. That's not necessarily true. They're the ones who kind of they're they're the ones who gave Illinois all they could handle. They got that kid Jay Preston, who's actually really good. Yeah, Um, and then they turned around and lost to Marshall, who beat Wright State pretty handedly. And we'll talk about Wright State in a minute too. But yeah, so it was one of the so so. If I can put in the and I I've been and since I've had a lot of time to think about this or or more importantly stew about this <laughs> more importantly stew about this um the the best comparisons I can make to that debacle and any other Cleveland State debacle because there because impressively enough there have been many the. Best one I can equate to is 2003, the first year of Mike Garland when they went when they played when they played Kent State and Kent State destroyed them. I think it was 116 to 56. I want to say it was it was the worst it was the worst thing. And I only rem- and the, the the part I remember about this is that I actually went it was I went to that game because it was at Kent State and I actually went to the game. It is literally the only road trip I have ever made for a Cleveland State game. And after that game. I declared I was never going to make another road trip to a Cleveland State game as long as I lived. That's how bad that was. It was your fault, you know. It was a driving snowstorm, too. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Me and a friend of mine went down there. It was was terrible. It was the worst thing ever. And that's the only comparison I can make to, you know, what happened against Ohio. On, Friday, on on last Sunday, and incidentally, this actually isn't even the first time that this has happened to a Dennis Gates team. May I remind you of the? Oh my God! May I remind you of the? I mean, it is so awful. Like, may I remind you of the? What is that? The the forty seven point loss against Florida International. It was terrible. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. at home. That actually, I actually thought that one was worse because that one's actually at the Wolstein Center. But then, uh, on the flip side, go ahead and what happened today? You know, let's let's finish. Let's bring the Cleveland State wrap up to a to a more positive, m- more yes. positive. Again, this is the part I don't understand at all. Is that? Um, and by the way, we are actually recording this. We are actually recording this live on the Mixler app, and apparently they can't hear you, Matt. So um, again, the curse continues. I suppose they're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, they're, you're not missing anything. I guess. Um, yeah, but every time I turn around, it is. I don't know. It, it just seems silly. Hold on a second. Eh, maybe try that. I don't know. But yeah, just press buttons. It's fine. We'll be pressing buttons, and by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering what the hell's going on, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, so so imagine my surprise that like two days later, Cleveland State announces that they're going to be going to Ohio State. And I'm like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Because getting embarrassed by Ohio wasn't bad enough. As if... And 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 like in the first five four minutes of the of that game, Cleveland State didn't score a single field goal. So I'm like, why is this game a thing? Because Ohio State was doing terribly too. I might add. They're not a great team, from what I've. They really aren't. I mean, well, see, that's the thing. That's that's the other thing. They are. They are the. They're ranked twenty second. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so they're ranked 22nd in the country, and you thought, oh, my God, this is going to be the worst thing ever. But as it turns out, no, that's not what happened. What ended up happening was Cleveland State, surprisingly enough, surprise, surprise, actually did pretty well. They made a game of it. They certainly made a game of it. And you know what? 
really, that's what we can say about the whole week of Horizon game. We'll we'll finish the Cleveland State thing, but that, isn't that kind of like the summary of the whole yes! week of Horizon game? exactly what happened they made a game of literally every every power five team that they played this year this week they made a game of practically all of them i'm not into i'm not not into participation trophies and moral victories and all that i'm not but they made a game no they, they made a game of it all week yeah exactly so i mean so i mean it, and by the way, they, again, I'd like to point out, and I'm, sh- and by the way, I'd also like to point out, Cleveland State has been doing this whole thing without Al Eichelberger. Al Eichelberger still is out with a sprained foot, and their time, and according to the, uh, according to the co- uh, Dennis Gates and uh, the folks over at Cleveland State um, during the post game presser, the uh, the timeline is still to be determined. So as far as everybody else, I mean, you, I mean, there's just so much going on. <laughs> you, you, we have to, th- we have to look at, okay, so what exactly happened with, uh, what, what exactly happened with Milwaukee? Milwaukee, you know, barely lost to K-State and maybe, I don't know if that's a moral victory. I mean, it might be a moral victory to K-State. They, you know, I would, I guess I would be a little salty that you only lost, only beat Milwaukee by three after losing to Fort Hayes state, a non-division one team, by the way, we may have to inherit them into the horizon league at some point in time, Fort Wayne state, but you know, Fort Hayes. Yeah. Fort Hayes, right? Oh God. Yeah. Fort Hayes for them too. Yes, of course. Well, here, Bob, let's, let's do this. Can I make a suggestion? Oh, knock yourself out. Yes, absolutely. Let's go all the way back to last Sunday and let's just walk through the week because otherwise we're going to miss, we're going to miss one. And we're we gonna miss. We well, to be perfectly honest, we're gonna miss something. So Detroit Mercy, in addition to Cleveland State, also played on Sunday, and Detroit Mercy actually made a game of their game, um, and then they turned around and lost to Kent State, who, by the way, pasted Northern Kentucky today. <laughs> Does yep. make sense of that one? And then Detroit Mercy turns around and wins their. Uh, wins their game. And I think the issue with the, the issue with Detroit Mercy isn't always it has been that they have such a short rotation and then they decided to play three games in five days. And maybe that wasn't such a great idea. But I mean well, what are you gonna do? What we Which always is funny do. Because, oh go ahead and finish that thought. Well because but when you, you look at it though, because remember they're still missing guys. They're you know the two lane transfer hasn't been in yet um, the NCAA is still twiddling their thumbs about uh, transfer waivers. Apparently, on the 16th of December, they're going to vote. They're probably going to vote to accept all waivers, and you're going to see no Waterman finally. And Chris Brandon has been out, so three guys have, st- have been out of the rotation. So you had that issue, and you're already running with a short bench because I think they only run seven or eight guys. On yeah, the they've been very short. So. You do that, and then you run into an issue. So, if you run into an issue like they did, you know, again playing, you know, playing, you know, playing short, playing the playing three game three games in five days, you're going to run out of gas at some point. And I didn't expect it. You know, I didn't expect it on Sunday, but yeah, it really did show against Kent State, though. I mean, it really did. They they yeah. just couldn't get anything going. I'm that still day. uh. Still surprised. Um, I guess I probably shouldn't be, but you know, first off, with with Detroit Mercy, every year we have the oh, and it's not just one fan in particular. This is not a Carrick thing. It's Detroit Mercy. We'll hear about oh, yeah. they've got this player and this player and this player, and oh yeah, they're going to be great. And we've got this mystery guy from overseas. It's just it's always the same weird narratives with Detroit Mercy. It seems, and um, this year the the weird one to me is Torian Thompson's a non-factor. I that really, is true. Well, I'm see, very that's the thing. It's crazy because you you have that, and then. You see that, and it doesn't even really matter. I mean, I mean, it hasn't really mattered because you know, and maybe it's because William Siani has been playing pretty well in the paint. Maybe that's the reason. Who knows? And then from there, we have to. I mean, we've been sold that Noah Waterman is the next uh, like big center. Like, I, I don't know. I, I personally believe it, but we'll see. Hopefully, in the next week or so, I want him to get free, and I want to Possibly. see what he does. And then. I don't know. 
And then you've got a, a seven foot one center coming in from Tulane, which I mean, that sounds good, but he, he's a transfer from Tulane that didn't do a whole lot at Tulane. So is he really going to be a factor? I, I don't know. Good I'm not question. sold. Well, yeah. I mean, and now, now they did beat, now they went in and beat Western Michigan too. When, I don't know what Western Michigan was thinking doing back to back games, but you know, you know what, guys, you do you. And they lost both of them, one to Detroit Mercy and one to Milwaukee. But yeah, so I mean, I think there are still some kinks they have to kinks in the armor they have to kind of hammer out. And I also think that Mike Davis has to figure out a way to integrate these new guys in in a way that's going to make sense, that's going to give them a little bit more depth because they're going to go back to back games every week. And if you're only running a seven eight guy rotation, you're going to be in a world of hurt. You know what? You know what Mike Davis needs to do. What is that? Mike Davis needs to figure out what's going on with Antoine Davis because he has not been very good this year, and it's That's weird. A good qu- such yeah. a good player, but he's he shot terribly. Um, I mean, the game against um, Western Michigan, he was shooting terribly from the perimeter, shooting terribly from the perimeter. He finally started getting to to, to the rim, and that was you know at least opened some things up, and he got some some points. But he's not shooting well, and I mean he's no. struggled for the past year and a half now. He's just not shooting well. So really, they got to figure out what ails them there because um, that, that's that's a problem. Oh, by the way, uh, I'd like to point out one thing. Uh, you know how many shots he took against Western Michigan, which they won? 19. Yes. Yeah. As in less than 25. Less than 25. Hey, and they won a game. Now, right, Keith, so. so the other – so uh, one more thing about Antoine Davis. He did – he seemed to do a lot better, a lot better when he was when he was attacking the rim than he did from the three-point line. And maybe yep. he should be doing that right now because his three-point shot doesn't exist right now at all. Not even close. Something. I mean, I know he had a wrist issue last year, but something's still ailing him, and he's he's not shooting well. So, yeah, I mean, they got to figure – they got to figure out a lot of things at Detroit Mercy right now. No, it's pretty obvious that your your shooter right now is Matt Johnson from Beyond the Arc because Matt Johnson's doing pretty well behind the arc. Antoine is not. So let me Antoine tell you something probably- about shooters. Shooters make shots. And yes, I'll go somewhere with that eventually. But uh, if you, I'm sure if you follow me on Twitter, you know exactly where I'm headed with that. But yes, shooters make shots, and yeah, Matt Johnson's doing that. Yeah, exactly. So, and again, back to this whole who else does Antoine have around him? And again. You know, Antoine has a lot around him, so I, I think it's a little different from years past. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we did finally get to see a couple of teams that I – we finally did get to see a couple of teams finally. We finally got to see Youngstown State. We finally got to see IUPUI. Um, we'll start with Youngstown State first. Um, I'm going to paper. I'm gonna kind of fast forward over the uh, okay, you're, point. You're, you're jumping all over on me, and that's all right. I can keep up with you. So I'm going to jump over the Point Park game because um, they actually played that game without three starters. They played without Jameer Thomas. They played without Nas Bohannon. They played without um, Darius Quisenberry. So that was it sounded like that was the game where they just said, you know what? We're going to let everybody play and see what happens. Just let it um, go. Yep. It's true. They did. On the floor. They did indeed. And it's funny because what ended up happening was they won by 20. So it, it was looking a little shaky at the, at the end of the first half, I might uh, mind you. But, you know, they finally got it in gear again with three starters out and they kind of they kind of made it happen. Um, they were a little shit. They did get uh, they get they get Quisenberry and they did get Quisenberry and Bohannon back to Jameer Thomas is still out. But they did come back and they won again. So. Um, I don't know really, you know, I guess the, the, and again, a last minute game against Binghamton. I mean, they just decided, I think they decided, I want to say this like Thursday or Friday, they decided, you know, they made the deal to go up to go to Binghamton, I guess. I can't remember when it was, but it was, um, you know, one of those last minute things. Incidentally, Binghamton was supposed to play Robert Morris, which right. I didn't even know they were supposed to play. It was and canceled then, before we knew about it. Exactly. So Binghamton put out this uh, tweet about, hey, our game against Robert Morris is canceled. And I'm like, you guys are play- playing Robert Morris? Really? Right. 
We'll get to Robert Morris a little later on because I think they're in a little of a they're kind of in a little of a tenuous situation over there. Um, but yeah, so and, and again, Youngstown State decided you know we're fine. We're going to do one more game. They're going to play West Virginia Tech on Monday. So, so the so they're going to get and this is interesting because it, it seems like. The non-conference for as much uh, the, the way that Horizon League teams have basically treated the the non-conference is essentially they're just using these games as their exhibition games. They they're just you know by and large if you win fine if not the big deal the big important thing is making sure okay who do I got who do I got and who can play now. Well, you know what? Another thing, um, Campy talked about this after the game today with Michigan State. Um, some of it is just making sure you get enough games, however you need to, to make sure you qualify for the NCAA tournament. There, there's, I think it's 13 is the, the, yeah. is the magic number. Yeah, and yes. so for a team like Oakland, they might be 0-7, but they're already halfway to the number they need to, qualify, to, to be able to qualify for a potential NCAA tournament. And some of these teams, there's concern, you know, like if – you know, Robert Morris, who's only played what one game, right? So they need yeah. twelve more, twelve more of these conference games to happen, or they're not, they don't have the eligibility. Yeah, you know, that's that's, that's going to come up. So let, let's talk about the best zero and seven team in the country, shall we? Sure. I mean, there's not a, honestly, there's not a lot to talk about. They they, they have it's I, Rashad Williams and everybody else. That's what it is. Well, and today it was Rashad Williams and and Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore had a very good game. He had a he had three turnovers on back-to-back-to-back uh, stretch, but other than that, he, he's playing well. He's still yeah. struggling a little bit to make the um, chain the switch from JUCO to Div One as far as size. Yeah. He's a small guy and he's struggling to finish at the rim. But in Horizon League play, that's gonna not be as as much of a factor. And uh, I mean, maybe. if <laughs> if Rashad Williams is gonna shoot like he's been shooting um, against Oklahoma State, uh, where he went for what third forty something, I don't remember. One for a lot of points. Um, I'm trying to find it. What day was that? See, jumping all around on me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's okay. What day was that? Where did it go? What day, which was the game that they played? I don't know. Or no, that was last week. That was last week, the Oklahoma State game. What? I'm all, see, I'm all discombobulated. Yeah, we well, had still. a little conversation about Kate Cunningham, remember? That's right. For the play. Well, Rashad today, he shot shot lights out again. He, he was Rashad Williams. He's still, you know, he's going to hit shots, so... You know that was good. Him and Jalen Moore was good. There was no one else that really stepped up, and uh, they, they. But they hung with Michigan State again. Didn't win, but didn't embarrass themselves. I mean, it got it got a little more out of hand towards the end. But for a while, they were in that game. Cool. Exactly. And uh, yeah, uh, Michigan State's coaches um, getting into the game, uh, doing the scouting, said they they warned Tom Izzo, "This is the best 0-6 team in the world." This is the best 0-6 team you'll see. Now they're the, I guess, probably the best 0-7 team. They haven't won anything, and, you know, they, they made a lot of money. They they got those games to be eligible. And uh, as Campy was saying today in his uh, post game, a lot of it was, you know, this this year is just going to be about seeding and, you know, in your own conference tournament and figuring out who you are and getting the chance to play games to figure out who you are. And Oakland has a good idea of who they are right now. And we'll yeah. see how that translates in conference. But, okay, you know, the... They're playing a zone defense. They're, they're leading the nation in steals. They're shooting well right now. They hadn't been, but now they are. So we'll see what happens in conference. And they're getting practices in, and that's probably the biggest thing for them. There you go. Oakland. There, Oakland. Check. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you bring up the size. I still am not sold on the size for them. Um, oh, yeah, that's terrible. Especially when, you're looking, especially when you're looking at some of the bigger teams. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an issue. Um, Daniel Ladapo has been a ghost so far this season, and it's because he's expected to be the the main guy down low, and he's really like a three four. But I mean, there there's definite issues down low uh, in size yeah, for for that's true. They, that is they, true. That's who, that's who they're going to be. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would be remiss. To, uh, so moving on. Um, speaking of size, obviously, Wright State who uh, that first game had to have been an aberration because they have, they've done much better since. They look uh, really good. Oh man. They looked so good. They actually just looked really good. Really, really good. 
on they're Sunday. making us look they're making us look like we knew what we were doing when we also agreed they and, and, bowling, and I, I like to point out bowling green was a very good game a very it, bowling green is a very good get a good team a Who's very good team. that uh, that they were four and one coming bowling. into the conference uh justin T- uh justin turner's their yes. big guy yeah their yeah. main guy justin turner is kind of their you know their star their superstar and he was and he, he they held them and didn't yeah and they held him to four of thirteen shooting. They harassed the crap out of him the whole game. It yeah. was it wasn't even close. I mean, they basically. I mean, this is probably the. And I I hate to say this, but this is probably. Well, I don't hate to say this, but because we've been saying this for years, but this is probably this was a this was a a great loud love game. It really was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he shot the ball well. He got sixteen rebounds. I mean, you know, he's rocking the he's rocking the cornrows again. So you don't care. That must you be like, what we have to say. Don't, I mean, seriously. I mean, he he's doing the cornrows. He's doing the man bun. He's doing the he's doing the headband, looking like a Scandinavian tennis player from the seventies. He doesn't care. It works. He's, he's doing the I'm gonna play really really well right now. That's what he's playing. Yeah, he's and doing. he's doing that, and he's doing that in the warm up to the conference schedule. Yeah. So yeah, and they have just—they really have so many different weapons. I mean, this this last game, the game against Bowling Green, Tanner Holden, huge game for him. Huge game for him. Um, you know, in games past, you had Trey Calvin, Grant Basile. You've been seeing a lot of him on the floor. He got nine rebounds today. Uh, we're we're in trouble. Every other conference team is in trouble because I, I they, they have the ability to be beaten. We've seen that, but it, it's going to take it, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot, and it's going to take a great amount of effort, really. And one of the things that they're going to now, one of the things I should point out is they did not shoot very well from beyond the arc. They were six to twenty-five against Bowling Green. Um, I guess the key is going to. be be they're going to have to figure everybody's going to have to figure out a way to beat them in the paint good luck with that by the way i wish that Wright state would have gotten this game against dayton instead of northern kentucky i, I would have loved to finally see Wright state get that local game in with this team oh yeah that's not, yeah that's gonna happen sometime in our lifetimes <laughs> get out of here I don't again. I, I said this last week. I'm like, cut the shit, guys. This, this is ridiculous. I, I don't know what is going on over at Dayton that they think they're so damn good that they shouldn't be. You shouldn't have to play right state. And, and I mean, of all the teams they brought in, and by the way, of all the teams they brought in and who almost beat them, Northern Kentucky, and we'll get them a little bit. I mean, who for the last couple of years have been in the middle of knockdown dragouts with Wright state to bring those guys in instead of the team, instead of the team that you're literally down the street from. That's just, that's just flat out disrespectful. It just, that, oh. it was just a big middle finger. Oh, it, oh, it so was, it so was it, it. So, but we're done with that. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm saddened by the fact that, that Northern Kentucky did not beat them. They came very close though. Uh, yeah. Lost sixty six to sixty. Uh, they had a lot. They had some chances down the stretch and just kind of came up short. And which is, by the way, running theme in the Horizon League this year. But then you know, yeah. so you've got this Northern Kentucky team that that runs with Dayton, and I'm sitting here thinking, man, they're going to make me look so stupid. And I've said that on here, you know, because I didn't. And predict then Kent happens. And yeah, and then and then they just get bombed by by Kent State. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? I know, that's insane. I, uh, you know what? Uh, here, here's my thought on it at this point in time. If you're only playing a handful of games this co- this year in the non-conference, I think you're kind of allowed one turd, okay. <laughs> one steaming piling turd. And that game against Kent State was probably their turd. Um, I'm not sure I would have wanted it so close to the beginning of the conference schedule. That right. would have been nice. <laughs> I guess maybe they thought they got they got the bad one out. No, you know. Uh, maybe I don't know, but yeah. So that that's gonna be pro. Uh, uh, they I don't know what they're gonna end up doing there, but you know, 
I've long not I've long decided and now they're two and by the way they're two and three in the conference they're they're two and three going in the Horizon League uh going into the conference schedule so that's going to be an interesting thing I think they're 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 really going to start rising and falling to yeah the, their big thing today was, yeah, they, they couldn't get anything going. Definitely beyond the arc, they couldn't get anything going. And they just got, it's crazy because they got crushed on the boards. They just got absolutely, you know, it was not a good thing. Um, they, they 23, yeah, 23% from three point, from three point range ain't going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll find out soon enough. And, uh, yeah, they're gonna pretty much. And again, you know, Adrian Nelson had himself an Adrian Nelson type game. Although the points weren't there, he still grabbed 14 boards. Uh, so that's gonna be. But yeah, they, I mean, yeah, but they did, they just didn't have any shooting today. It just disappeared on them. Right. And yeah. I mean, so I, so again, I you know I, I you know chalk this up to you get one pass, I suppose. Or, right you know, now they're all passes in non-conference. They really, really kind of but... are, man. I mean, they really are. Um, same with UIC. I think UIC kind of lost their way a little bit this week. It the seems U- to me that they did. The UIC stuff has been interesting. Yeah, they. I mean, I've watched a bit a bit of their games. Um, I I like UIC a lot. I really do. Um, but they they do seem a little uh little lost right now. They I, they lack an identity. Which is interesting because they have a lot of talent, a lot of athleticism, but which is this is which is by the way a vast departure from what we saw in the beginning, you know, you know when they were when they were rattling off wins. It's kind of strange that you know they they are able to they are able to you know beat a Valpo, but then turn around against Loyola and not do so great. Although, and by the way, I'd like to point out Loyola. With uh, former Oakland player Braden Norris, I might add, <laughs> who shot the ball very well today, and yeah. all I could do is watch it and go, "Oh, what could have been?" Oh, oh it hurt. I, I know. It hurt Twist a the knife in slowly. Uh, you know what? I, I've I've spewed enough stupidity about him. Good for him. I hope he's having a great time at a really good school and he's playing well. He's starting. Like, good for him. And shout out to the Loyola guys. We miss you guys. We wish you were still here. Well, we wish this team was still here. Not say, this isn't even the team that you guys used to see. This is not the team we've seen. Yeah, you're right. This is it's a different the school. Um, so, yeah. That, that, so, yeah. UIC, and maybe, again, because UIC's played more games than everybody else. I mean, uh, besides Oakland, of course. Because <laughs> they are they are also, you know, they're 3-2 and two in the conference. And, yeah, this game against Loyola was not good. Non-conference. It was non-conference, I know. Um, I will say this though, uh, they did. Uh, Rob Howard finally came back, so they yep. got him back in the mix. Um, we have. Oh, um, there is. Yeah, it's interesting because. And by the way, Tavion Kirk is back on coming uh, back coming off the bench. It looks like. So. It, I mean, they're they're gonna have some now. You know. We we've been, we've talked about how good the transfers have been for them. I think still they're going to have some growing pains. I really do. Um, your your guy your guy Michael Diggins shot seven for ten though, so he's good. He really has got nine rebounds. Led the team. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I still like Tavion Kirk. Tavion Kirk is a great. You know he he he's he's just a great uh, shooter. Again, the turnovers, man. That they really got to work on that. He had six today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, UIC had thirteen total turnovers. He had six of them. So yeah, he's got some work. He's definitely, and that's and that's not something that you know. Let's be honest, that's not something we haven't seen before. I mean, he was doing this back when he was at Ohio. Now it's kind of yeah. That, that's got to be him, something him, you uh, coach, uh, coach Yaklich are gonna have to work on. I'm sure it's a it's a work in progress. It well, clearly that, looks like it. That's why I started to say like I feel like it's kind of a different UIC team than we saw at the beginning of of non conference play, and they're still struggling to figure out who and what they're going to be. Like, are they going to be Coach Yaklich, you know, tough defensive team? Are they going to be a super athletic flyer on the court kind of team? You know, they're they're they seem just a little bit lost right now, and I bet you they're going to yeah. get some stuff straight this week before getting into conference play. Yeah. 
So one thing I haven't seen yet is Green Bay not playing a Power 5 team. I know they played a power non-Power 5 team at one point in time, but all I've seen them is play Wisconsin and Marquette. Marquette, who, by the way, also dodging Milwaukee. Yeah, said that. Another, another middle finger. Another middle finger. But they, they always – they played – yeah, but Marquette's played Green Bay a few way, way early, way more recently than Milwaukee. But the problem with Green Bay that I see is I they 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 keep playing this you know this power you know this kind of high major competition, and we really haven't seen them play kind of a a team they're going to be more likely the type of team more they're more likely going to see in the Horizon League. Well, don't forget they got that loss to Eastern Illinois too. That that's pretty comparable. Yeah, that's true, and that one was kind, of, and they came up short on that one too. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, that was the, the double overtime game. But keep in mind that's a double overtime game where that second overtime, no Mari Davis. So, right, that's a good question. Um, the big problem, yeah. So, and again, their issue is, I think their issue is going to be the same issue that Oakland has, and that's going to be the size. In fact, I think their issue with size is going to be actually more profound than Oakland's. I really do. I just a little bit I've watched, I would agree. I mean, I obviously watch a little bit more Oakland, but Oakland's found ways to score, you know, Trey Towns and still banging down low and, and picking up some stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like while they don't have a lot of size, they're still able to get some stuff done, done down low, but you really haven't seen that much from Green Bay yet. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, we and they were we were supposed to play, and we were literally supposed to play. Uh, what were we? we uh, they were supposed to play Northern Iowa mm-hmm. later on. They were supposed to play Northern Iowa. That got canceled because Northern Iowa had a what I understand is a false positive COVID test. I missed that, but I believe you. So yeah, so that's uh yeah I don't know. It, it's just again just so much crazy cramming and it's just insane so we're entering into the conference schedule and we don't and we know there's still there are question marks there too first of all we have seen we have seen neither Hyde nor hair of fort wayne purdue fort wayne at all so we have absolutely no idea what's going on with them and and they're scheduled to play IUPUI, their their heated rival, as as we as we understand from the folks over at Fort Wayne. They're, they're I know they're they're gearing up towards the back renewing that rivalry with IUPUI, and we don't know what they're going to have. We have yeah, we haven't seen them. Up. We saw them the very, one of the very first days of the season, and that yep. was with what, Southeast Louisiana. Yep. And then we haven't and seen them since. That's right, and that was what three weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, the 25th. Yeah, that was three weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> we haven't seen them in three weeks, and so they're gonna play. They're gonna start playing on Saturday against IUPUI. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, this yeah. is Saturday. Saturday. Which, uh, and I'm sure as you were talking, previewing this, um, the women started the schedule this week. Um, With the noted exception of Cleveland State. And um, all. And Youngstown State, I might add. Cleveland yep. State, Youngstown State had to had to cancel their games. But the other other COVID. the other five sets of games uh, for, on the women's side did happen, and all those games went. Yeah. Um, same team won both both days on the back to back. So that's something interesting to watch. We'll see if that carries over to the men's men's game. That's going to be interesting. I am very interested in seeing how that's going to play out. If that if now to be and by the way, didn't uh, didn't Milwaukee sweep Green Bay this weekend? They did, I believe. Yes. Crap, that's insane. I wow, that's pretty significant. Well, and yeah, I mean, this was the first year in how long that Green Bay wasn't predicted to win on the women's side, and now yeah, they got swept by Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, IUPUI is kind of the kind of. It's funny how we don't really talk a lot about IUPUI on the men's side, but on the women's side, yeah, they are. They're a powerhouse on the women's side. They put so, the hurt on four way in both both days. So yeah, they did that. They did. I believe the Oakland team did the same thing this weekend too. Oakland women's team. Uh, I, I watched both days. I'm trying really hard to to watch more women's hoops for, in Horizon as well. And uh, Oakland's women's team, especially today, they shot well. Um, they played well. I think they could have gotten out of hand even more. I I, 
I'm, I'm still learning the women's games and the the nuance of it, how it's different than the men's game. I wanted to see them pounded down low because they had a completely crazy size advantage over UIC. But nonetheless, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to break down women's hoops right now, but um, <laughs> all, all five games going 2-0 and on the women's side. Um, I think that might be something to watch. A harbinger uh, of things to come. Yeah. Yes. Now, keep in mind, now again, we have a... Robert Morris team who hasn't played since the Point Park game. We have had a, we have a Purdue Fort Wayne team who we haven't seen in three weeks. And as of right now, we are for sure, uh, Fort Wayne is for sure still playing the weekend against IUPUI. Now here is the situation that I didn't realize that you know you were kind of worried might happen. Is that this uh, the first uh, uh, the nineteenth and the twentieth? Robert Morris and Cleveland State are supposed to play, and I actually asked this question to Dennis Gates after the Ohio State game. Uh, according to them, as far as they're concerned, you know they're still you know the Robert Morris game is still on. Um, they haven't really heard anything about from the league about that uh, about that game. So as far as we're concerned, everything is still on. Okay. As of right now, and of course, the second I release this, and we're going to get a press release from the Horizon League saying, "Hey, guess what? This is getting, you know, this game's getting canceled. Enjoy your day." Bob, I like how you did casually just kind of slip that in, like you know, a press conference that you attend, you, know, you were able to get into and ask Dennis Gates that question. You know, just just slide that right in there. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, they invited me. Uh, it, hey. would be, it would be rude to pass it over. Don't tell anyone. Uh, Horizon Roundtable is uh, doing doing things. Yeah, I believe, uh, yes, and um, I wasn't the only Horizon Roundtable representative. Aliquate was there as well. Um, so, um, you want to, uh, yeah, by the way, you want to know who wasn't there? Um, never mind. I, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. I don't care. It's a long it's list just, of people. Yeah, but, you know, other than Cleveland.com. Oh, I'm sure Cleveland.com. Actually, you know what? They were not. They, well, no. they weren't at the Dennis Gates one. I'm sure they were, you know, they were on the Chris Holtman one for Ohio State just falling over him. They, they had boots to be licking. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you look at look at the college sports section at Cleveland.com, Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State. It's like, you know, every other region, every other, co- every other college actually located in Northeast Ohio doesn't exist. Right. So, yeah. Well, that's why, at least here, we're really appreciative of, you know, Mr. Tony Paul, who does his best to cover Oakland and Detroit Mercy with everything else he does. Yeah, Thanks, Tony. Exactly. So, yes. Yes, indeed. You know, if you're, yes, if if you're if you're Detroit if you're a Detroit area if Detroit area resident, you know, you should cherish Tony Paul. I know you'll get in arguments with him, but damn it, he's 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 the best you got. <laughs> he does a great job. Yeah, there you go. Chicago would UIC would kill for a guy on you know at the Tribune or the Sun Times that that type of guy. You know. The people of Chicago saying, don't realize UIC is even playing basketball. So, well, neither does, neither does anybody in the city of Cleveland either. And I say yeah. city of Cleveland. I use this term "city of Cleveland" very loosely, because you know, yeah. Ask ask a hundred people saying they're from Cleveland. Ask them what side of Cleveland, what neighborhood in Cleveland they live in. They'll usually spout out a suburb, and you want to slap them. Willoughby. <laughs> Willoughby. <laughs> Yeah, I stopped lying a long ago. I'm not from Cleveland. I'm from whatever suburb I happen to be in. Yeah. Happen to, you know, where I happen to reside. Now I don't live in anywhere near there, so I really don't have to lie. So, but um, but as far as as of right now, all the games for next weekend are on. So, as of right now, subject to change. as of right now, as of right now. So that's gonna be, I guess, that's gonna be the big thing. So we gotta. So I guess we gotta cross our fingers and hope that everybody's good. For what it sounds like is, I guess the the protocol is that everybody gets tested. Um, everybody gets tested day before, I believe. I'll have to double check that, and then off they go. I don't know, but I mean, by and large, you know, it, it's gonna be. You know, I guess we have to brace ourselves for the fact that. There, there's gonna be a couple games that we don't that that that, that aren't gonna make it. Things are gonna change. They so, are. All there is to it. We'll do our best it to get through them. And... So there is that. Um, 
man, I don't know. That's going to be... I'm going to be very interested in seeing how that all plays out because I think we're not there yet. Um, I know that I've enjoyed this week and having a lot of basketball to watch. That's been uh, nice. Yeah, I know. It's been insane. It's been I, I, insane. I tweet a lot about how I don't think we should be playing, and I do mean that, but selfishly, have I been enjoying watching basketball this week? Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm. Are you kidding me? We There was so much basketball today. You know what I forgot was on? The Colonel Sanders Lifetime movie starring Mario Lopez as Colonel freaking Sanders. I missed that. I feel like we was... need to watch it and then do like a separate bonus episode <laughs> just on it. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could. But, I mean, we can also drive our uh, drive a car with our feet if we want to. That doesn't make it a good idea. <laughs> I think it's a, I, I don't know. I th- you and I don't always agree on great ideas. I had a great idea for a sponsor that you once crushed. So. Oh, yeah, I know. But, yeah, that's not happening. Sorry. Yeah, that's not yeah. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, that, that's how busy it was today because we forgot like whole whole events in the universe that were happening. I'm 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 actually very. By the way, two things. I'm very thankful. A that the Cleveland Browns are nine and three for the first time since 1994. There are whole ass adults who have never seen the Browns be this good ever. What sports like that? That is football. And I also like to thank the Cleveland Browns for winning last week so everybody wouldn't have to pay attention to Cleveland State getting their getting the break speed off of them against Ohio. Thank you, Cleveland Browns. I really appreciate that. Ah, uh, football. I'm from, yeah, being from Detroit, I just ignore it now. It's of course you do. I wonder why. I've been but lying yeah. free for a long time. But yeah, again, it was one of those crazy things that are like, okay, fine. That's fine. We're out of here. You know, this, but yeah, again, Football today, yeah, didn't make a difference. There's so much, there were so many Horizon League games going on. Barely could pay attention to it. It's like, didn't even know football was even on the radar. Well, and as <laughs> teams have been. That's a crazy thing to say, too, by the way. As teams have been, you know, getting more games in, you know, it it is nice to see, you know, some, some better basketball being played. You know, there's something to be said for teams getting practice and getting comfortable and getting used to, you know, these new protocols and everything and what it looks like and, they're starting to kind of settle in, and we're starting to see some some good college basketball being played. Yeah, exactly. So, so like I said, a couple aside from a couple of stragglers, this this should about do the you know a couple of games aside. This should do for the uh, non conference next week. We're going getting into the conference schedule, so buckle up, everybody. It's gotta be a, bu- a buckle up, everyone. Hey Bob, are we doing anything special with the conference schedule coming up in those conference games that we should probably oh. like mention real quick? So. So everybody remembers last January we we were working on and by the way this January this well it's so much has happened in 2020 for God's sake it was like sakes. six years ago it's like it's been like 84 years um so uh we announced that we actually kind of experimented with this in January uh last uh, this past January. We announced that we were going to do the what we call Horizon Game Night. And if that sounds familiar to you, no, it shouldn't. I mean, it should. It should because we, we thought, started it over about a year ago. We, we did. Now, it didn't really go anywhere because we were still screwing around with the Mixler app, which, by the way, we're using again. So be sure to download the Mixler app. And hopefully we can figure out um, – because everybody can hear me. I'm not sure about you. They're better this <laughs> so way. Fine. We still got to work on fun. that. But the big thing is that we're going to we're going to run this again. And by the way, this the way that I don't know if I've been able to do this if we were doing a regular run of the mill conference schedule that we always do. I don't think I could do that. That I don't think I have the strength to do that. I would have had to bring in one of our other guys like, "You know what? Host this. I can't do this." There's no way. I, I can't do this. So starting on the 19th, um, 10, 9, uh, 10, Eastern, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, Horizon Game Night is back. I'm not sure who's co-hosting with me on the 19th, but I'll be there. So basically you'll have Bob, Bob pretty much every night and then a different co-host. Sometimes it will be me. Sorry. Sometimes it won't be. You're welcome. You and, will be uh, on on the 20th, though. Yeah, is that the one I said I can do? I'll try to. That run. is yes. So yeah, we we pretty so the nineteenth so the nineteenth and the twenty sixth we're gonna be on at 10, 10 p.m. nine p.m. central. On the twentieth we're gonna be on at eight p.m. Uh, seven p.m. central. And by the way, twentieth we're absolutely starting at 
8, 7 Central. I'm not missing Sunday Night Football. I know. I keep mentioning football, but damn it, I'm not missing it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so um, HorizonRoundTable.com slash Game Night. We we actually have the um, live stream embedded there. Um, Mixler.com, I believe. Mixler.com slash Horizon Game Night is also where you can pull us up. Um, And again, you can pull us up on the Mixler app. You can pull us up on the web, too. So Either way, it's going to work. But yeah, if you, you download the Mixler app, you can obviously bookmark us. So that would be cool, too. So that was my spiel. And um, again, yes, we were first. I understand that the Horizon League has created a game night of their own. It has nothing to do with basketball. It has everything to do with athletes playing actual, well, I want to say, board games. I haven't, listened, I, haven't, I haven't seen it on YouTube yet. I have not yet either, so... No I'm a, it, it looks very fun. I'm sure it's great. Not, we it, we it, like it, our friends at the Horizon League. It's not it, we don't want to cause problems, but but we did have it a year ago, so we're gonna just do our thing. Yes, and it's not live either. Ours is live, so yeah. We'll do it live. Sorry. Ours is yeah. Ours is ours is live until we figure out the Mixler app doesn't work, and then we're screwed. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. So so that's what so that's what we have. So and for those of you who since. Since we have the, since we have Horizon Game Night coming on, on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays at least for the start of the season, Matt, you and I, the regular podcast will be recording on Mondays instead. Yeah. So, that's happening. So, until next week, and I'm sure I'm going to be losing my mind the whole time. Um, be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are available. Um, we're everywhere. Um. We're still working on the Google podcast thing. Um, Horizonroundtable.com. You know, obviously we've got the, the power rankings coming up, but we've got the we've got the we're going to have the recaps on whoever. You know, I know I'm sure we're going to have a recap on the Cleveland State game. Then we're going to have a recap on the right state stuff coming up. So be sure to you know catch that, and um, you can pull us up on your Amazon and Google devices. So. I guess we'll be catching some, uh, I'll be catching some of you guys live on Saturday, but until then, thank you all for listening. <laughs>